0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Kicks and Picks podcast. Dynamite episode for you guys today. We are coming off of another hot week of Champions League action where we broke everything down for you. We have a ton of featured games here in England and Italy. A very special guest. Park the bus at Bets on Twitter. And of course, our locks of the week.
1: We had a great week last week. I mean, we were, what, 7-3 and three as a, as seven a unit? 7-3, yeah. I think think uh, it's our our
0: third or fourth straight week of seven plus wins
1: oh yeah we're we're on a roll coach three and oh congrats i was eight minutes short in the uh in the the southampton and um everton game from from getting that that under but that's that's the life so look to continue our winning ways into into this weekend hell yeah so let's
0: roll right in all right everybody we are bringing on our very special guest friend of the podcast our boy kenny you guys know him on twitter at park the bus at ptb bets kenny welcome thank you for joining us we are going to get right into our buy or sell let's let's kick this off in england we have a, a huge game here um Top-of-the-table type implications. Arsenal against Liverpool. Arsenal in first place, hosting a very disappointing, let's call them, ninth place Liverpool. Tail of two sides here. Arsenal plus 150 on the money line. Liverpool plus 165. Are you buying or selling Liverpool getting a result? Kenny, I'll actually kick it off to you first. What do you think about this game?
2: Well – I'm going to start off mentioning a little bit of the results with Arsenal. So Arsenal's got a, they've scored 20 goals, they've allowed a which that looks great on paper. However, you look at the schedule that they played, uh, I've actually got it open right now. I mean, they beat Tottenham, they were they beat Tottenham at home, That that's great. You beat Brentford, you lost to Manchester United, Aston Villa, Fulham, I mean, it's the same side as last year. Same story as last year. You're you're beating, you know, the subpar teams. I'm not trusting this Arsenal side until they get the job done against the bigger side first. I Liverpool draw no bet in this game is minus 105. And that's actually a look that I might be given in this game.
0: All right, Scotty, the Liverpool. <laughs> The Liverpool man, what do you what do you make of this? You have not trusted Liverpool yet this year.
1: No, and I still don't. I mean, Kenny, you just mentioned you know you're not going to trust them till they get done against a bigger side. They just beat Tottenham, who is a much better team than Liverpool right now, three to one at home last weekend. So, I, I'm buying Arsenal right now. I'm also still not sold on where Liverpool's at. I think um, you know results against Rangers and Champions League maybe slightly more promising. Uh, they got the clean sheet, but. New formation, 4-2-3-1 or 4-4-2, whatever you want to call it. Didn't get any goals in, in open play. So it's still not exactly uh, you know, the the well-oiled machine that we're used to seeing in years past. Um, Arsenal at the same time coming in on a crazy hot streak, seven straight wins at home. So uh I'd like to see that form continue. And then lastly, I think it's the, the Achilles heel of Liverpool right now is they concede first in pretty much every game. Um and I, I think I just saw a stat where if if you look at just the first halves um in, in the Premier League this season, Liverpool would be in last place in the in the league. Um so I I can see them getting off to a slow start. I can see Arsenal coming out at home against a, a team that has done them dirty the last five or six years running. And I think this might be the time where Arsenal finally get their revenge on Liverpool. So um, you know, I'll I'll speak a little bit more about. What my picks are here uh, and during our locks section, so so stay tuned for that. All right, coach, split the
0: difference here, man. What are you seeing?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think Arsenal coming off that big win against Spurs certainly has to give them some momentum coming into this, and they do play in the Europa League on Thursday. We're reporting on Wednesday, so that could affect it. I, I think they play Bodo in their next one. Um, but like Scotty said, Liverpool hasn't been very impressive so far, and I even think back to the one loss Arsenal had against United. That was. One of those matches where if that Martinelli goal doesn't get called back in the 12th minute, it could be a completely different match. They still control possession. They had plenty of chances and it just wasn't their day. So if anything, I'm I'm not taking a money line in this match, probably probably a draw no bet toward Arsenal's way. I, I think their home form has been good. Um, so just for the reasons that Scotty mentioned, I'm tipping Arsenal just a little bit.
0: So I think you guys all said the right thing just about different teams, right? It's, it's a prove it game for both of these sides and, and who's really going to be the one to do it. Is it Arsenal proving that they can get over the hump and beat that quality team? Or is it Liverpool, uh, you know, with the, the odds that are much closer than you would expect, given the form, proving why they deserve that number. Uh, I, you know, I, I could go either way on this one as well. I, I just, um. This could be one of those games where you, you watch the first 15, 20 minutes, kind of see how it's going and maybe throw in a live bet. I don't know that I have a strong opinion on it, um, but but I, I will buy Liverpool potentially getting a result here. I think they could pull out a draw. I really do. I'm, I'm kind of uh, – I'm siding with bus on this one, man. I think uh, I, I think this is a game where pool could potentially turn it around and and if Arsenal proves otherwise –
3: then I'll believe that they're a title contender. And it's almost now or never for Liverpool, right? If you, if you don't get uh-huh. a result on this one, I mean, your your title shot's pretty much dead as it is with, with City's form, but also even top four starts to get more complicated.
1: Yeah, the top four is where they need to to kind of focus in right now. And, you know, it, there's plenty of season left, but I think the result in this one kind of indicates what we can expect from Liverpool between now and the World Cup, right? There's not going to be another chance for them to kind of retool or reshape their their you know, formation or, or you know, figure out a different lineup that that works better because um, they've got pretty much a game every three to four days between now and and World Cup time.
0: I'd Uh, like to
2: throw in there an excellent point you brought up uh, about Liverpool conceding first. I think an excellent angle for this game. uh, Instead of taking draw no bet, see how the first 15 minutes play out. 15, 25 minutes, you know, like say Liverpool go down like they have shown that they do in many of these games. Might be able to get Liverpool double chance at a decent number, especially if they're down one nothing. And I mean, like I said, like I, I, I don't trust Arsenal yet. They've played great so far this year. I just want to see them do it against a form- formidable side before I'm completely on the Arsenal bus.
0: No, yeah, I think that's fair, um, and and I'm right there with you. Um, so let's move on to another disappointing team and actually two disappointing teams. In this case, uh, one expected one, maybe not so much. We have United visiting Everton, both sides in need of points here Buy or sell Manchester United, even money on the money line, that plus 100 coach. I know you have an opinion on this game. I'll start with you.
3: Yeah, I just think. With as poor as Everton has been, even though United hasn't been great, they're starting to find their feet a little bit under uh, Ten Hag, I don't see how you pass up a plus 100 even money bet uh, against a team as poor as Everton. Everton, seven goals scored, seven conceded, so they're not scoring much. Yeah, they're not giving up a lot because they're not really, they don't have the attacking onus to really push forward, I guess, and leave a, a lot of spaces, but United's coming off a three-goal performance Yeah, the City, yeah, they conceded six, but Everton, Everton hasn't shown me that they can score enough at this point, even with... You know, United's you know, defense not being the stoutest. Kenny, what do you think of this one?
2: So I want to jump to the international break coming up at the worst possible time for Manchester United. Now, before I go into that, I think Manchester United should win this game. I might even actually take them to win this game. However, the international break coming, they were on, I believe, four-game win streak, it's either three or four-game win streak. And I don't I don't know where international break comes. You're facing City first game after and you get obliterated. Now, I don't think that really does too much for this game because of how poor Everton have been, but for this Man United side, they've got the they've always had the players to run you out three to one at any point in time. They've got the players to do it. It's just putting it all together. And against this Everton side, plus one hundred, as mentioned, I think is too good to pass up. I, I feel like watching this game. I might be waiting for, you know, Man United up one nothing. What are they going to do to screw it up? But at the same time, plus 100 is too good of a number to pass up against this Everton side.
0: I mean, I, I think I'm with you there. Um, you know, to me, if if they can't win this game at this price, we're, we're throwing them on the bandwagon. We are never touching United again. Do you agree, Scott?
1: Yeah, I, I'll, I will give – One caveat here, and Nick, you said both teams have been disappointing. I I would almost say both fan bases would be happy with where they are right now. I mean, Everton sitting in 11th compared to being in a relegation fight, you know, this time last year and for pretty much all of last season. United sitting in 6th, and like Kenny said, you know, winners of four straight after a a pretty disappointing start to the season. Ten Hog kind of took that chance to to put his vision, you know, on the team and on the squad into play, you know, benching Maguire, moving on from Ronaldo. And they've definitely looked better. I mean, it, there's no shame really in losing by, by three goals to this Manchester city side. I think pretty much every team that Manchester city has played, I think in eight of their last 11, they've lost by three or more. So uh, not exactly a, a a black mark on, on United's record there. I know it sucks because it's a Derby, but it's a Manchester city team. That's incredible. So uh, I like what Manchester United are doing. I think 10 hog has kind of gotten the the ship steadied a little bit. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do over the next two months. um, Because I think if this team really wants to put, uh, make a push for champions league, they're going to have to do a lot of the work now while they're healthy. Um, Really not a lot of injuries to speak of on their side. Um, And it's going to be, you know, they don't have that depth right now, especially in midfield to, to kind of, um, know make a, a prolonged push so if they want champions league football it's, it's going to have to come with while they're healthy um i, I think they're going to go all out at, at everton my only concern though is everton unbeaten in their last five their home form usually pretty good this one screams to me under um if i'm taking something here i'd take an under two and a half because we know everton's defense has been sturdy um united struggling to score in the first half against city more so because they didn't have the ball but also because Rashford didn't look like he was on it. Uh, they really didn't look uh, like a lethal side until Martial came on. Um, then between him and, and Sancho and Anthony, we, we, you know, Anthony opened the scoring with a, a crazy goal. Um, but aside from that, really not a whole lot. So, um, you know, United plus 100, if I'm buying one team on the money line, yeah, I'll buy them. But I, my goal would be to, to take the under here.
0: Yeah, I think we have, a, for the first time, all four of us buying the same thing, or four people buying the same thing, so... Uh, you guys heard it here first, man. United, even money. Let's, uh, let's shift gears to Italy, the biggest game of the weekend. We have Milan taking on hosting Juventus. Uh, Milan minus 105, Juve plus 280 on the money line. I think we all know uh, Juventus' struggles. They're in more of the need of the result here. Um, just to throw a couple other things at you guys, both teams to score is a toss-up, right? Yes or no? Are, are both sitting at minus one ten? Under is the slight favorite, I believe at minus one fifteen. um draw no bet, I believe is plus one seventy-five. a uh, team total of over one and a half goals is actually plus two fifty. So all these numbers here scream Milan, scream that Ua isn't scoring. I will hit you guys with two buyer cells here buyer cell one. Is there going to be a champions league hangover for either of these teams? Both of them playing here today on Wednesday, uh, coach, what do you think?
3: I mean, you know, today's results could affect the mindset of both these teams, you know, could have injuries and whatnot, but just looking at it right now prior to Milan going to Stanford bridge and UVA hosting uh, Maccabi Haifa in the champions league. I expect Uve to win today. Obviously that should, you know, boost their confidence a little bit. Milan's got the tougher match, but I mean, based on Setia form, Milan is is the, is the pick in this match, right? Juve hasn't shown me anything to prove that they can get a result at the San Siro. Um, You know, I know Milan's got some injury concerns, but I don't know. Uh, Juve, you got to show me something. This is, this kind of goes back to, to what Bus said about Arsenal, right? Uh, A little different scenario because Juve had been the dominant team in Setia where Arsenal hasn't been for a while in the premier league, but I mean, Juve, man, they got to prove that they can score some goals, that they can actually beat a good side. Um, They haven't shown me anything and said, yeah.
0: Yeah, and that was my second question. I'll I'll dump it right in. I mean, are you buying Juve scoring a goal in this one? All the odds that we just rattled off saying that Juve is, you know, one goal maximum in this game. Uh, Do you think think they have a shot?
3: I I do think they can score a goal. Um, You know, it comes down to individual you know, maybe moment of brilliance like we saw. I mean, I, I think back being a Roma fan to the match that Roma drew with them at the Allianz back in match day, I think two or three. And if it wasn't for a Vlaovic, absolutely stunning free kick, they're probably shut out in that match too. So uh, I know the following weekday, he scored another one for them. So they're going to have to find a way to unlock the Milan defense, which has been pretty good, you know. Um, and I do think they can get one, but I think I, that's also why the – The both teams, to score is a toss-up, right? The under is uh, slightly favored because it's kind of dependent on what they can do. Milan should score, should probably score two, you would think, if they find their opportunities. So I think that's where that uh, that toss-up comes up with both teams to score.
0: All right. PTB, what are you thinking, man? Uh, Milan, that big favorite here, goals, Champions League hangover, what are you making of this match?
2: Uh, I actually just had this line pulled up. I was looking both teams to score is minus one ten. Um, I don't really like going near results for this Juventus team. I think they're too reliant on Vlahovic. I outside of him, I watched them against Sampdoria, and it was one of the most pathetic performances I've ever seen a team put up. And I mean, in Sampdoria, granted this game obviously in the past, but they showed no creativity. And I mean, if you have no creativity against that team. What are you going to do today? And I, I think Juventus draw no bet. Plus ones, I, I'm looking at plus 178. is a fantastic price, but it's there for a reason. Right. I mean, you've got Milan at home, and they have been great in Syria, but I think their defense can be unlocked up. I'm a huge RB Salzburg fan, and I actually had the draw in that game because I thought Salzburg could score, and they were able to net a goal in, and the draw came in. But back to the main point, I think Milan's defense – I think it can be unlocked. I think both teams to score minus 110. Uh, if you want to take it a step further, Milan to win and both teams to score, that's also a fantastic price.
0: It, uh, let's see. What do we got here? It is plus
2: 360.
0: Yeah, that's, that's definitely one to look at. Was not on my radar. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up. Scotty, what do, you, what do you think about this one? What are you buying? What are you selling?
1: I'm going to be a coward. I'm not going to buy or sell a Champions League hangover until I see the results today. Um, I think that kind of depends, right? You know, if if Milan can get a big result against Chelsea, then maybe there's no hangover. Maybe it's just a momentum builder. But if Chelsea kind of come through and, and manage to get a, a key result for them in, a, in the Champions League stage, group stage, then I could maybe see a little bit of a a doubt being, being cast in. Um, so I'll, I'll wait until I see the results on that. I mean, ultimately... I, when I look at these lines, it just screams to me that the books are trying to get people to take you. Um, yeah, you know, that I'm much value is, yeah, that, that much value is just, you know, they're, they're trying to get money onto one side of the, of the line. So, um, I would, I would definitely buy more. So, a, a a Milan decisive victory in this one. Um, I don't blame anyone for taking you. draw no bet because that is so enticing, but that's obviously banned from the bet slip for us. So won't be yeah. going that direction. Um, and, and then, yeah, like like Ken said, if, if you're betting on Juve on to score, you're, you're basically betting on Vlahovic to score. That's, you know, if you're going to put money on, on something like that, it's just take the prop for Vlahovic to score.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if we we're going to lock this price in today, I'm going Milan minus 105. I, I just, they're a better team. They're in better form. I, I think they probably win at home. Um, but this could be a, a a line that shifts a whole lot between now and sunday so let's keep an eye on it uh appreciate the the thoughts and the angles that you guys are looking at and let's wait and see but um the, you know I, I think right now it, it's milan or it's under that's that's kind of where i lean on today's prices all right so elsewhere in Serie A, we have a couple of really good matchups uh teams that are you know top half of the table facing off against each other let me run through a couple of odds here and i want to see what you guys like versus what you don't We got Udinese, favorite of the podcast, hosting Atalanta. Udinese plus 150, Atalanta plus 165. Fiorentina is favored at Lazio. Fiorentina plus 140, Lazio plus 180. And then we have Inter uh, coming off of their huge win at Barcelona. Big, big favorites here against Sassuolo, minus 145. Sassuolo plus 310. Um... And I, and I want to throw out that Sassuolo plus a goal is minus 165 buy or sell these lines here did the odds makers get these games right or wrong are, are the favorites should they be favorites or are there mistakes here kenny i'm going to start with you man what do you think about these games
2: uh i'm going to be all over lazio i i'm looking bolato right now plus 0.25 minus 128 uh I understand Fiorentina's at home, but I don't really see a reason why they should be not odds-on favorites, but even favorites in general. I mean, Lazio has been great this year. They actually have a plus twelve goal differential that's tied for tops in the league. They've only allowed five goals this year. I'm still not sold on Fiorentina post post era. Um, Got to see more from them before I trust them being favorites against one of the better sides in Serie.
0: That's actually one of my favorite looks from for Serie A this weekend. And I'm with you there. I'll get into that a little bit later. Coach, what do you What do you think here?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll start with the Fiorentina-Lazio match. I'm the biggest Lazio hater around, right, being a Roma fan. And I, I just can't, for the life of me, figure out why Fiorentina would be favored over Lazio in this match. I understand it's that home away dynamic, I guess, but... Um, like he said, I mean, post vlaovic this team has not scored, especially this season. They were kind of the darlings of the league last year. They finally rebounded after some lean years. You know, they're one of the seven sisters uh, in, in Italian football, and you know, kind of been replaced by Atalanta recently. Um, they're coming off one nothing loss at Atalanta this past weekend. They have not been scoring much. Can't score for shit. Whereas Lazio has been scoring a bunch, right? I mean, Fiorentina right now is is sitting way down in. 11th place on 9.7 yeah. goals scored, seven allowed. So um, it'll be a test to their They're defense. They're the really Everton allowing...
0: of the of Serie A, yeah. it sounds like. It is,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be a test for their defense, which has been, you know, giving up about a goal a match, uh, whereas Lazio scores, you know, two per match. So we'll see if the defense can hold up, but I just don't know where they get the goal from or two goals if they need two goals to even get a result. Like if Lazio scores two, this game is is long dead, um, in my opinion, based on the way fiorentina has been playing. The Udinese-Atalanta match is very intriguing because Udinese, they're the darlings this year so far, right? Through 8 match days. They've been outstanding, beating Inter, beating Roma, getting results against a lot of sides, um, you know, sitting way up in, in third place, a point off the top, a point off of Atalanta and Napoli, who have been outstanding, who haven't lost yet. Um, I get that Udinese is at home, so they get that slight edge, I guess, based on form and the fact that they're home and that's where their big wins have come against Inter and Roma, um, but... Thinking back to last season, Atlanta were road warriors, right? Most of their, their points came on the road. I'm um, still, you know, I, I don't know if I would bet a result in this match because I think it is a little bit of a toss-up based on how good Udinese's been against the big sides. But, you know, considering the way Atlanta has been so good at on the road rather than at home, this is this is very interesting. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This might be like an over two and a half match. Um, could be, although Atlanta's defense has been outstanding uh, surprising I mean I can't believe I'm saying this they've given up three goals all season
0: I think I just saw a Taloi is hurt or Palomino's hurt one of those guys got hurt this week I forget who Palomino's the one
3: that's been out with the the doping right okay then I think Taloi um yeah is is hurt now they do have their their cracks in the defense because when Roma played them you and I both watched that match Roma created plenty of opportunities and if they had you know their their actual soccer boots on instead of their like baseball cleats or whatever they were wearing maybe they would have scored a couple goals Um, but you know, so they, they can be found out, um, I think, but this is really a toss up match. And then Inter, you know, they're coming off that huge win against Barcelona yesterday, but I still don't know if I buy them. I mean, Sassuolo plus a goal, do they lose by more than a goal? I don't know because they're coming off a pretty big win themselves. Um, certainly something to keep an eye on, um, because Inter, I don't, I don't know. I I think they, they kind of had an escape job yesterday, a little help from the referee, Um, But that win could give them a lot of momentum going in, I think.
0: What else say on that? Correa is now hurt, right? Tore ligaments or
3: something in his knee. Um, He won't be able to barbecue meat, according to Jerry. Won't be able to barbecue
0: the meat. Um, (laughs) Lotaro hasn't fucking scored for shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we we talked about Dzeko, I think, last week. Uh, Scotty and I did anyway. You know, he's been good. But how many minutes does he have in his legs? So uh, Inter's been relying on their midfield, right, for a lot of these goals. They've been relying on set pieces to generate a lot of these goals. Um, Sassuolo, for me, they've been underperforming obviously all year, but they did just run out five goals last weekend. So, does yeah. that continue? Pinamonte starting to look pretty good. Um, and you know, can back, they get, right? yeah, I think so can they back. Get one or two goals yeah. in this game. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that to, I, I think I know where Scotty will go with this one. That plus 310 number is that enticing number to try to get the action there. I, I don't know if they do it. Maybe Inter has turned the corner. It's going to be an interesting match, but I don't hate Sassuolo plus a goal in this game. I think um, I think you probably get a draw at worst than that one. What do you think, Scotty?
1: Well, I mean, if we're talking about Champions League, you know, momentum, Inter's got a lot of Champions League momentum coming into this match, obviously getting the win against Barcelona. I think that's going to be a huge boost to them. So, uh, you know, I don't know that I would sell Inter's chances on this. I know the the value at Sassuolo was great, but as coach said, they really underperformed the season. So, you know. Three ten, great number. I think I'm passing on it. I just the way that Inter's been played against Barcelona. I know they got a little bit of help from from the VAR and the ref, but still put together a pretty solid performance against a top club. I think for me, the, the game that I really like is is the Unesi Atalanta game. Um, Unesi, yeah, winners of six straight, but how convincing have those wins been? I mean, we've been on the draw no bet with them for two of those six, and I think we've kind of grinded out those those wins and basically will them to victory so yep. uh as coach said too you know Atalanta road warriors great you know great team uh going into to other teams grounds uh getting points i would go atalanta in this one um and also that gives me the opportunity to take atalanta back into the hashtag serie b uh movement if if they lose it'll give me some reason to it's win win yeah, win-win. So I'll, of these matches, I'm going to take Atalanta money line. I just think that they can they can get a result against an Udinese team who, although performances have been good, not exactly the most assured uh, form uh, that we've seen. So
0: yeah, I mean, I, I just generally speaking, I, I'm buying the fact that the odds makers are incorrect on pretty much all of these games. I think uh, Atalanta probably should be favorite. Lazio definitely should be favorite. I'm also on them in a big way. And um, I I don't think inter should be a, a, you know, a 400 point swing. Um, I I think, you know, that favored for a reason, but uh, I'm not necessarily buying the number in that game. Um, So that'll wrap up Italy. We have one more match. It's going to be a featured match. Uh, Kenny has been nice enough to come on and break it down for us. Bayern Munich against Borussia Dortmund. We spoke about both teams last week. Bayern's uh, coming off of a great weekend. Still the heavy favorites to win the league. Um, Coming off of big wins, right? Leverkusen, we know what they did in the Champions League where they put up, I feel like, uh, five goals at halftime. I don't even remember what it was. Um, Dortmund's been a bit of a mixed bag. So Bayern's minus 170 on the money line here. Dortmund plus 330. We are going to throw it over to Kenny. Park the bus. What are you seeing in this game? What are you liking? Take us through it.
2: Okay, so to start off, Dortmund is my favorite team. Now, the reason I say that is because I realize how bad they are this year. They're not good. They don't have any imposing players on offense. I'm not a fan of ADME. Uh, Even coming from Salzburg, he hasn't looked that great so far. He has been injured. I still think he's working into form. They don't have any players that scare me in offense. You know, you beat Schalke one nothing. They have yet to defend this Bayern team post Lewandowski. I mean, they have tape of it, but they've actually they haven't defended it yet. And the look that I'm going here, this is my game of the year minus zero point seven five Asian handicap minus one twenty five for Bayern. Um, if you're if you're looking at Dortmund in this game, I I suggest going under because I don't really see. Where, if you if you like Dortmund, where do you see the goals coming from? That that's my first my first question to those who actually like Dortmund in this game. I mean, not only that, uh, as far as scheduling, Dortmund's got to go to Spain. They're well, they're playing Sevilla today, and they're going to be on three days rest. Bayern has already played; they're they're home waiting. They're going to have an extra day of rest. I, I think that's going to come, especially. Uh, with uh, the injuries that Dortmund does have, I think that's going to be a huge factor in this game. Uh, minus zero point seven five, you win by one, you you get half a win. I, I don't see what I'm missing in this game, but minus one twenty five is way too good for me to pass up in this game.
0: All right, Coach, what do you think? Do you agree?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think he makes a great point. With Dortmund hasn't been very good, right? They've they've bit us in the bet slip a couple times this season when they. They sure look like has. they should should win matches, um, either not hitting the over when you think they would hit the over against certain teams or just not winning money line. And um, Bayern off to a slow start in the league. We discussed that last week, but coming off the big win off against Pilsen uh, on Tuesday, I think but they put up six goals, uh, five or six goals. And that extra day rest, I think will do them wonders. And And this match is at Bayern, correct? Um, it's actually in, Dortmund. It's in, oh, it's in dormant it's it was in dormant okay so that, that that's, gives that's oh, why the price is so good that, that's why that's why it's a decent price gotcha um but i still think based on what i've seen so far this season i think byron is the the better pick at this point and that uh minus 0.75 for minus 125 is a pretty good price like he mentioned scotty any thoughts
1: yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, Bayern and Dortmund basically level in, in uh on the table in points, but Bayern have a, a goal differential of plus 17, whereas Dortmund's plus one. Um so it's it's kind of a, a a weird season for Bayern. I think a lot of people, you know, us included, looked at them last week and when they were saying, I think in fifth place, wondering, you know, what's going on with them. Um it seems to just be kind of one of those those seasons where when they win, they win big and when they aren't on it, you know they're, they're dropping points. They're not able to, you know, squeak out these one goal victories. Um, I, I, yeah, it. I don't bet against Bayern in the form that they're they're typically in in terms of goal scoring. It, it's hard for me to imagine, um, Dortmund keeping them to to fewer than two goals. So, uh, you know, like Ken said, if if you figure. Bayern you get two, three goals, you know, where the Dortmund response is coming from. You know, Jude Bellingham, I didn't know has been carrying a load from midfield for, for the goal scoring load from midfield for a while. Um, Mollin has been in and out of the lineup. Um, Brent and and, and Royce are are getting up there in age. So it's it's tough to really kind of count on them as, as consistent goal options. So uh I think it's it's gotta be Bayern. Um, you know. Minus 0. 0.75, the Asian handicap. I think that's a good price. I, I could even go minus one because I think, like I said, if 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 Bayern are winning, they're going to win by a lot. Um, yeah. And it, it, I don't, I'm not afraid of the full push on a on a minus one. Listen, when, when a
0: trusted handicapper comes on the show and tells us this is his game of the year, I, I have no reason to doubt it. I'm not even thinking any more about it. I, I agree with you guys. I think um, Bayern seems to struggle against teams that are not worthy of playing against Bayern sometimes, right? It seems to just sit back and defend all day. This isn't going to be one of those games. I I see, you know, two, three goals from them easy. Um, I'm absolutely 100% with you guys. And that Asian handicap, that's a great number uh, at minus 125. So definitely love it. I'd like to
2: add a few things if it's okay. Absolutely. Okay. So with uh, the Bayern form in league, I think a lot of that has come down to the Champions League congestion. I mean, you look at the last few years, Bayern, you know, you get the games where you're facing mines, you're facing Augsburg. Before or after a Champions League game, they're laying two and a half goals. I want nothing to do with that because they just – they don't have any interest. I mean, you look at how they play. I mean, yeah, the chances are there, but they're not, they're not interested. They're looking ahead towards Champions League games. And while I'm not condoning and saying that's okay for them to do, it happens every single year. And I think that's why they sit farther down in the standings and – Scott had the nail on the head, the, the gold differential, plus 17. I mean, they're they're even on points, but, you know, like if you look at some of the results that Bayern's had, they beat the bricks off of Gladbach. They You know, it was only a draw. I mean, and then Augsburg, it was, you know, they had a Champions League game looming. I mean, you know, like their, their interest focus is on Champions League because they've run through this league every single year. There's nobody that can challenge them. The best team, I would say, is Dortmund. They can't get results on the road, so they're never there at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I think the other thing for Bayern, I mean, they've been, you know, it's, it's hard to say Bayern has been injured, right, because their depth is just so crazy. But I know that Gretzka has been, you know, a key piece of their midfield for the last few years, and um, he's been been out injured for a good chunk of the season. So I, I know he, he started in, in uh, the Champions League matchup yesterday, and if he's healthy, you know, that could be just another another piece of the, the or another cog in the machine, I guess, uh, for Bayern. So we're interested to see if, if he gets a, another start, uh, on the weekend after putting in a pretty good performance, uh, in champions league against like, Victoria Plitzen, but, uh, a champions, League opponent nonetheless.
0: No doubt. So guys, that's going to wrap up buy or sell. Um, Candy man, while we have you here, do just want to quickly see is there anything else you're looking at this weekend in terms of games, anything you're featuring, anything we missed?
2: Uh, yeah, actually, uh, So I follow a lot of the lower leagues out there for Europe. So one of my favorite things about this sport is the lower leagues you're driven by promotion. So players' lives change, coaches' lives change. You get promoted. I mean, it's a big thing for cities. So the second, second league of Finland, you got Jaro playing this weekend. They've won five games in a row. Uh, If they win, they have a very good chance to move up into the second playoff spot in order to get qualified to move up to the top flight of Finland. So KTP, the top league or top team in the league is playing against TPS. TPS dropped points their last game. They currently hold the second promotion spot or playoff promotion spot. If TPS does not win that game and Jaro wins, Jaro moves up to the first or the the second promotion spot. I think this is a great spot to throw Jaro in as a parlay piece. They're minus two thirty money line, which obviously that's pretty steep to take by themselves. But you hook them up with another minus two fifty, you're looking at pretty close to plus money on that, and that's what I'm looking at for the
0: weekend so far. Awesome, no, we appreciate it. You know, we we pretty much focus on uh, the main leagues here, and uh, you know, you guys know as listeners, you guys know as betters, so those leagues are getting sharper and sharper. So I think. Uh, I love the angle of looking at some of these lower leagues, some of the, the best handicappers we know are, are really tuned into that. So uh, I think, I think you brought up a great point here. And that, that motivation angle is, is something we definitely should be looking at, uh, you know, as, as the years go on and um, it's, it's just a dynamite spot. So you guys heard it there Uh minus two thirty, maybe not on the money line itself, but throw them into your favorite parlay with one of your other picks for the weekend. Kenny, thank you again for joining us man. Really appreciate it. As I said, you guys can find him on Twitter Park the Bus at PTB Bets. Thank you so much, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me today. All right, guys, it's time for the part that everybody has been waiting for our hat trick of picks our locks of the week as we mentioned we are coming off of back to back to back weeks of seven plus wins the pod lock is absolutely on fire it is four and one year to date scotty kick it off with another winner
1: yeah so we talked about it with kenny um my first lock is, is going to be arsenal Drawn bet versus liverpool minus 120 um they're at home. They've been on a, you know, a hot streak at home, uh, seven straight wins Liverpool, their form is still TBD. I mean, obviously the loss or not the losses as a draw against Brighton felt like a loss for, for Liverpool fans uh, at home. Doesn't really do anything to kind of calm the the concerns over, you know, the performances that Liverpool have been having um, new formation, maybe debuting in this one uh, after we saw it against Rangers, um, sorry, making its premier league debut in this one. Um, but to me, I, I'm i not a believer right now in the way that Liverpool are playing. They they seem to be uh, a little bit more conservative than they have been in years past and has been biting them in the butt and the defensive side and also uh, offensively. They haven't gotten as many um, goals off of errors. So uh, I'll take draw no bet in this one. They've been in form, um, sitting in first place. Liverpool, obviously a team that's been beating up on them in years past. So this is a good opportunity for them to kind of turn the tables on them.
0: We spoke about it at length. I mean, it's just, you know, you you pick the team, the side you like, and the price is phenomenal. So, I'm rooting for you, bro. I mean, well,
1: Well. I don't know what I'm –
0: I'm rooting for your bet to win. I'm sorry if Liverpool don't get the result. Like I said, I don't (laughs) mind
1: if Liverpool lose as long as we're able to capitalize on it because the books are taking their time on on adjusting their lines. No doubt. It's slower than you would ever imagine with a team like this.
0: Yeah. Coach, what do you got?
3: Yeah, since we're in in the Premier League right now, we kind of talked about it in – the, the buy or sell portion, I'll start with my United money line against Everton, even money. uh Like I mentioned earlier, yeah, they conceded six to City, but they also scored three. There's some signs of the offense starting to click. Everton has had trouble scoring all season. I don't think this will be a high-scoring affair, but I I do think United is good enough to win at this Everton. And like I said earlier, when do you ever get United, even money against a team that's been this poor? I, I, I To me, it just feels too good to pass up. I might get bit later on for it, but I don't know. United, even money, I have to take it. hundred percent. I think
0: we all bought that line. I think it's too good to pass up. And I appreciate that you took action and made it one of your locks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Ten Hag has kind of gotten things going the right way for United. So um, although Everton typically better at home, I, I think as long as Ten Hag keeps going with the lineups that he's been picking, it should be a, a winnable game for, for you. I
0: think we sure. might even see Ronaldo on this one little late cameo. Not. No, I maybe like 60th minute. You no, know, out of respect not. for his career, Nick, we're not going to do that. Oh, out okay. of respect <laughs> for his career. Got it. That was a, that was a great talking point. <laughs> um. So, guys, I, I'm going to stick with one of our other featured matches. I think we all similarly said the same thing. I'm going with Lazio, and I'm actually going to take them draw no bet. They're even money, plus 100 at Fiorentina. Um, you know, for all the reasons we mentioned, they're a better team, <laughs> better form. Uh, Fiorentina struggling for goals, don't know where they're coming from. And I think Lazio's whooped them around the past two or three years. I'm, I'm ninety. 9.9% sure they beat them twice last year. Um I, I just think they're the side in this match and uh I love that even money. So uh I'm looking, I think I'm 0-3 betting Lazio this year. I'm looking to get my first win, and this is where they do it.
1: Yeah, moving on. Um, so my second lock had to get a little creative, you know, looking through the, the slate this week. There wasn't a whole lot of value to be found. So I'm going with a a bet that I haven't yet taken, I don't think, on this pod um and it's going to be manchester city to win both halves so they got to be money line winners on the first and second half it's uh playing southampton it's minus 115 so there is actually good value here i mean this pick is just purely because city have been a juggernaut uh they've scored three goals in eight of their last 11 matches across all competitions this season so clearly able to get on the score sheet uh southampton on the other side uh not really expecting much of a fight from them. Um, they did score last week against Everton, but then immediately capitulated uh, and gave up two goals uh, in the next like six minutes, I think. So uh, I don't think Southampton are going to come into to, to city and, and and put up too much of a, a fight here. Um, you know, I can see city scoring two, three goals each half, you know, easily. Uh, and so the question is, can Southampton even get one in either of these halves, you know, I don't think so. Um, so minus 115 here just to ride the this, this city wave uh, and not feel bad about yourself as you watch this team put up ungodly numbers. There you go. I love it. Yeah. All Coach right,
0: worldwide I'll... is back. bad. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why,
1: so why. to me
3: this week um, spoke a lot about value in, in some of these lines that were available. We talked about in the or sell with those Serie a lines, some of the Premier League lines. Um, I also found value in, in Germany and France, which I'm going to get to. I'm staying away from Serie a just because sometimes – I let my heart get in the way with some of those picks. So I'm going to go with uh, a team that's done well for me this year, Union Berlin. Uh, they're draw no bet at Stuttgart minus 110. Like I said, they've been a moneymaker for me. Stuttgart's near the bottom of the table. Uh, it's a better number than expected. Even with a yeah. recent run of poor form for Berlin, I think the number still better than it should be. Um, so I, I think they should bounce back. They do have the Europa League on Thursday, but I don't see why that would stop them from being a Stuttgart team. That hasn't been very good. And, You've thrown the draw, no bet just to give yourself that protection in case maybe they have some heavy legs or something and and manage a draw. But uh, I like my at minus
1: one ten, coach. You can't say that you're staying away from Serie A because you don't want to bet with your heart, and then you take Union Berlin. I, I think you've talked about Union <laughs> Berlin on this podcast more than Roma. So it, it, but,
0: it it, <laughs> they,
3: they've made podcast. more they they've <laughs> made more money for me than Roma this season because when I do bet Roma, they they Atta don't boy. perform, <laughs> and then when I stay away from them against Inter when they're plus two thirty five or whatever they were. Of course they win. It, so that's the way it's gone this season.
0: Man, if only you had listened to me all last week when I said how much I loved Roma in that spot.
3: Yeah. Uh, corners that's didn't come through you, for you, us. That's what happens when your own team burns you so many times that you don't want to get burned double with a, on the <laughs> hey, actual That's what I'm doing this on, the, uh, I'm setting uh, yeah. myself
0: up for heartbreak this week. <laughs> um all right, guys, so I'm actually going to go to another featured match, in, um, and that's Milan against Juve. I do actually like both teams to score in this one. That's minus 110. Um, you know, I think it, it could ultimately end up that way. I think books are leaning towards the under, but I think I think Juve um, has to get a goal in this game. I just – they absolutely have to. There's no doubt in my mind that Milan gets one as well. Um you know, I said that UVA number that that team total was super juicy at plus two fifty. I don't know that they get two, but if you want to take that, I can't fault you for the number itself. But I think both of these sides get a goal here. I think this is actually going to be an entertaining match, contrary to to popular belief and contrary to what Juventus has been doing all fucking year. Um, this this just screams, you know, there's chances galore. I just I see this as a good one. and I like both teams to score.
1: All right, for my final lock, I'm going to go the antithesis of that. Uh, I'm going with an under two and a half, which is minus 130, and it's going to be Torino versus Empoli. Now, we all know I love my Wolverhampton unders. I'm equally in love with Torino unders right now. Um, and after Wolves did get me a win last weekend, but Really made me sweat it out. Uh, I'm going to switch gears and go over with Torino here. Um, Yeah, Torino, they just got smacked by by Napoli last weekend, but that seems to be happening to every team right now. So I'm going to call that more of an aberration than a new change in form. Empoli on the other side, not exactly the best offensive unit um, they had their chance against Milan this weekend. That It looked like they were going to pull out that miracle draw and then immediately gave up two stoppage time goals to let Milan get all three points. Um, this one, I think Torino are just going to kind of play more cagey style. Uh, they they know they can beat Empoli as long as they don't make mistakes, so play a little bit more reserved. You could probably see a nice 1-0 win uh, coming from Torino's way this, this match.
0: And that was um, that was a free kick they scored on, right, coach, or a set piece, right? They didn't score from open play. Yep. If I yeah, found... it was a set piece, Yep. So I I I mean I think you're you're fucking spot on here, quite honestly. They're they're not really creating much and you know, Torino one or two goals should get the job done.
3: Easily yeah, and you're, you're your side's usually well prepared defensively. We saw what he did with Bremer last season and turning him into a superstar and the players at Verona. So I, I think against a team that's not scoring much, they they should hold that back line pretty tight and not not concede. All, All right, Coach, so worldwide. I mentioned where are we going yeah, for this one. I mentioned I was going to France for my last bet. Ligue 1. Stamp that passport. Uh, yeah, Lens fourth in Ligue 1 right now, tied for the second best defensive record, which is seven conceded. They're coming off a big one nothing win over Lyon, which is one of those more traditional powers in France. Um, both teams have scored seventeen times in the league so far on both Lens and Lille. Um, tied for fourth best, but the difference is Lille concede a lot more, having conceded 18 goals so far. I mean, that's more than two goals per match, pretty much. To me, it's too much value at even money to pass up the lens, draw no bet. I think they find two goals as long as they keep Lille out of the back of the net more than once. Uh, this could be, I mean, at worst, I see this as like a two two push, uh, with the draw no bet, but I think Lens has been playing very well. Lille is that over type team and they're going to concede, I think. So, I'm going to try to ride a team that's been pretty hot lately. Uh, uh, I want to look that up
0: myself. What's the – uh? so over two and a half is minus 145 in this game. Do you think that's yeah. a solid
3: bet? I think that's a solid number too. I mean, I, I hit on a Leal over last weekend, uh, over two and a half. Uh, I forget who they were playing off the top of my head, but – I mean, with the way they're... I mean, they've scored 17, conceded 18 in, what, eight matches? I mean, that's like four goals per match.
0: Could they be the new easy-overs team? Are we going to replace lead After the lead stinker of last week, where admittedly, right, that red card in the 45th minute didn't (laughs) Didn't help help anything. (laughs) Um, Are they the new easy-overs team? Are they going to replace leads?
3: Uh, They could be. Paulo Fonseca's style You know, delivers that a lot of the time. It's It's an attacking style, but they don't have the defenders to probably, you know, play so open from what it looks like. So I I could definitely see it. I mean, first seven, eight matches of the season have certainly proven to be true. All right. All
0: right. So for my last lock, uh, and admittedly, I loved this a lot more before the absolute thrashing of Ajax. Um, I am taking Napoli minus one at Cremonese. That's at minus 140. Um, I just, you know, we've seen what Napoli has been doing to teams all year long. Um I'm hoping for you know no hangover here. I, I you know have they run out of goals this week? I certainly hope not. Criminase has been absolutely atrocious. Um, you know, I, I think this is a two-goal win at minimum. Um over one and a half goals for Napoli is minus 195 over two and a half is plus one sixty-five. I don't even think that's a bad bet. I'm not gonna make that my lock, but um, if you can score six on IX, I think you could score. 3 or 4 on Cremonese here so um I, I like Napoli as a no doubter minus 140 minus and even the if they
1: they score two I mean what are the odds of Cremonese getting one I mean it's I, I would feel comfortable if Napoli even get to two if, and if that's you know minus 195 that seems like a pretty good pick there I I mean yeah. I, I I don't even think I can name
0: a player on Cremonese uh, who who's going to score who's their forward no no, no clue. Like
3: against Possibly the hottest team in Europe right now, right? I mean, is anybody yeah. in better form than Napoli right now? Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not.
0: So don't let me down, guys. This is, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, this is the bet. 3 no week. Going right now.
1: And worst case scenario, if Napoli lose to Cremonese, you guys get to go on Twitter and enjoy the, the Napoli fans crying.
0: <laughs> Very true. It's another win-win. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, we'll shift over to our pod lock now uh, Four one uh, on the year with four pushes. So doing a pretty good job on, uh, or I think three pushes only. Three so pushes. excuse me, three pushes four, one, three. Uh, plus about two units on the year. So we're, we're steadily making you money, but that's what a lock does, right? It's here to not lose and it's here to make you money. Um, this week we have a, a match from the premier league, a familiar team to the pod lock. It's going to be Newcastle minus minus one twenty on the money line hosting Brentford. Newcastle are getting healthier. Um, I know Isak picked up a, a small muscle injury when he was away on international duty, but he might be able to be healthy enough to, to make an appearance in this one. I think the key piece is uh, Alan St. Maxman, not quite healthy enough to make it uh, into the lineup last weekend, but definitely been training all week so far. So I'd expect to see him at some point against Brentford. Um, Eddie Howe's team has started a little bit sluggish, but definitely have gotten things on track of late. A, a win here pretty much puts them in, in a, a good spot in terms of getting back into European football. So uh, I like to see them at home, you know, turning up or showing up a, a against an okay Brentford side that outside of that four, nothing went against a, a pretty poor United team in the early part of the season. Hasn't really done much to impress anyone. Yeah. They, they
3: let me down last weekend. I took that money line against uh, Bournemouth at home and, and they didn't show up. It was a zero, zero draw. Very disappointing. So uh newcastle like you said coming off the win last week i think at minus 120 very good value here
0: uh, this is the first line that jumped out as we were scouting through the lines for this episode i, I think uh i'm hoping this is a no doubter i'd love to see a little easy newcastle 2-0, 3-0 win um but definitely you know another number just too good to pass up here newcastle minus 120 on the money line all right guys so thank you so much for riding with us again uh, shout out to our special guest, Kenny, at PTB Bets on Twitter. Uh, make sure, you know, notifications are on, guys. Make sure to like and subscribe and retweet with your friends. Uh, we're breaking down Champions League week after week. We are absolutely on fire with the locks of the week. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.
3: And if you're enjoying the show, we appreciate some reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, drop us a review and let people know that uh, we're worth listening to. Uh, Yeah, appreciate it.